0: What's up, Braves country? You have found the Braves Craze podcast. Today is Sunday, March 28th, 2021, and I'm your host of the podcast, The Braves Doctor. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, It is getting really close, really close to opening day as we are about four days away. April 1st, this coming Thursday, is opening day. Uh, The Braves open at Philadelphia, but there's a few things to discuss uh, through spring training, mainly the apparent roster the Braves are going to go into uh, to start the season, which did have some curveballs. Before we get started, uh, if you will, give me a follow on Twitter at Dr. Braves. And if you can, give this podcast a follow uh, and a great review on your favorite podcasting platform. So uh, before we get started, I want to talk about Max Freed real quick. Uh, Congratulations to Max Freed for being named the opening day starter for the Braves. Uh, I think that was kind of a formality, but you never know sometimes with a veteran like Charlie Morton in camp. Uh, there was some discussion maybe about Charlie. Charlie had a great spring, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but, but Max Free, deservingly so, will start the first game at Philadelphia uh, on Thursday afternoon, April the 1st. So congrats to Max. Uh, he is this team's ace right now. Uh, he had a great season uh, and, and still has, has some growing to do. I think he can get better still. Uh, so Max Frey, Bray's opening day starter for April 1st. Uh, I want to go ahead and mention, I mentioned Charlie uh, Morton. So let's talk about how good Charlie was. Uh, Charlie's ERA for the spring was zero. So that's about as good as you can do, right? Uh, he pitched again today uh, and, and, and looked great. Uh, again, his fastball velocity is good. The curveball is snapping. Uh, I think Charlie Morton's going to be a great addition for this team. If we can keep Charlie healthy for this season uh, and get to the playoffs, he's a big money guy the playoffs and I think Charlie's going to be just that guy. Uh, I do expect to see Brian Snicker giving Charlie a few skip starts and getting him some rest keeping him as fresh as he can but certainly Charlie Morton uh, is a guy that's going to make our team in my mind a lot better down the stretch so long as we stay healthy uh, which I think Charlie looks great right now and, and hopefully he's going to do just that. So let's talk about the roster a second. Uh, we all know who the starters are. Uh, Austin Riley has won the third base job, it looks like, so he'll be playing every day at third base, or at least most days at third base. Uh, so the Braves have gone with a four-man bench right now, uh, which is a little surprising. Uh, I think one of the thought processes is we want to have more relief pitchers early on uh, until things change. Uh, I do expect the Braves to go back to a five-man bench uh, sooner than later, uh, but right now that they kept four guys, and here's the four guys. Uh, Adrianza, who we knew uh, had been great, so he, he's going to be the utility guy uh, off the bench. Uh, Pablo Sandoval, Kung Fu Panda, makes the team uh, this year. A little bit surprising to me that, that, that we kept Panda, but but he did have a good spring. He's a switch hitter who can play third, first, uh, and, and probably that's about it. Have two positions, but he's a good pinch hitter, a good switch hitter. Uh, we kept Ender Inciarte, and you know, don't get me started there. Uh, Ender's a guy that, that is way over overstayed his welcome in Atlanta in my mind. Uh, but Ender's salary now is, is around 9 million or so a season and he's hard to move. Uh, he does still play above average defense, I guess. Uh, he's a left-handed bat, but, but he's, he's a light hitting guy, uh, that does have decent speed still. So, you know, Ender's is a fourth outfielder. I guess you could do worse. Uh, I really didn't want Ender to make this roster, but I figured he was going to because of, uh, because of that, uh. You know, I just mentioned the intangibles, the defense, and then the salaries up a little bit. And then, uh, as I mentioned, Alex Jackson I thought would win the backup catcher's job uh, over uh, William Contreras, and they did keep Alex Jackson as the backup catcher. Uh, the Braves even said out loud that, that uh, Contreras is a guy they want to play every day. Uh, I assume he'll end up at A uh, Gwinnett playing every day to start the season, but uh Alex Jackson will be your backup catcher. He had another big hit today, so Alex has come on pretty strong. Uh, He was outplayed, I think, by Contreras in spring training. Uh, But, uh, as I said, uh, the Braves want Contreras playing every day, where Jackson's going to probably get a start a week, a start every five or six days or so to give Travis Darnot, who's our starter, a break. But uh, Jackson's the backup catcher. So four guys, you know, that's a bit light on the bench for us, and there's no DH this year, so it's even lighter because you're going to have to pinch hit some guys. So it's going to be tough to manage, I think, by Snit early on with just those four guys. And you really can't use your catcher necessarily as a pinch hitter because you, you got to have that backup extra guy in there in case something were to happen. So uh, you're essentially playing with a three-man pitch-hitting bitch and Adrianza, Sandoval and Ender uh, out there. And you probably want Ender as a defensive sub for uh, for for uh, Marcel over in left field late in the game with a lead. So, you know, we'll see. But, but I, I'm not a big fan of this four-man bench thing we're doing I get the bullpen thing. We also only kept four starters, uh, starting pitchers right now. We did not put a fifth starter on the roster. The four starters are obvious uh, Max Freed in, in the one hole, I'm assuming Morton, two, Ian Anderson, three, and Drew Smiley, four. So notable, uh, Kyle Wright was outrighted first, uh, along with Jacob Webb out of the bullpen, uh, and then Bryce Wilson was outrighted. A few days later. So when Wright was sent down, everyone kind of assumed that, that Bryce Wilson would be, be the five starter. Uh, and he may still be. I, I, that's a good question and a good point. I do think he beat out Kyle Wright for that job in spring. Uh, but then he was also sent down when the Braves announced they were just give him four starting pitchers to begin with for another relief pitcher. So uh, Also, Jacob Webb is a guy that pitched really well and everyone thought would make this team. Uh, I kind of think Jacob Webb, the reason he got sent down, we've heard some t- chatter about, and it makes a lot of sense. He had options. Uh, he had minor league options, as did Bryson and, and Kyle. Uh, and those other guys, such as Luke Jackson and Grant Dayton, I think were out of options, and they kept these guys on the roster at this point in time. But I think Jacob Webb plays a big role for this team this year if he stays healthy. Uh, he's been a guy that's been really good uh, when he's healthy, uh, and, and he pitched pretty well this spring as well. So I want to talk about some guys that didn't make the cut for the, uh, position players right now. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, start with, uh, with one of the guys that I, I, I everybody knows I love Johan Camargo I, and I kind of got to ask, ask again, what's Johan got to do to make this team? Uh, Johan, Johan had options. So they sent him to the alternate side. I'm sure he'll start at triple a and I would think he would be probably the fifth bench guy. Uh, when they make that change is my guess. Uh, he did not have a great spring, uh, But he hit the ball pretty hard and and had some hard-hit balls that didn't fall in. So uh, I really thought Johan would be on the the opening day roster, Uh, just like I thought Johan would be on the the playoff roster last year when he was left off a couple times. So Johan Camargo is a guy that came in in great shape. Uh, He plays a lot of positions. His range looked a lot better this spring. I watched a few games, and he was was all over the place in the infield, making catches, uh, making plays. Uh, I really thought he earned a spot on this roster, and the Braves did not keep him. So uh, that that upsets me a little bit. I didn't like to see that. Uh, your, your things like the Jake Lamb uh, release, you know, Jake Lamb was a guy that got a lot of hype coming in as that left-handed pinch hit power bat. Maybe to play behind Austin Riley against certain pitchers and maybe spell Freddie at first base. Uh, he didn't hit much this spring. Uh, he didn't hit much at all. Or struck out a good bit, not a lot of contact, so he was uh let go and outrighted jason kipnis uh also was outrighted uh an infielder uh by Trey could play second first i guess a little third as well uh he didn't hit much either i thought jason had a decent chance to make the team when they signed him early on but uh jason kipnis didn't make it so uh you know some strange things uh for the braves i really thought lamb would probably get 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 the spot over kung fu panda but i guess because because Pablo hits as a switch hitter from both sides of the plate, maybe that helped out, and he did outplay uh, Lamb probably in Kipnis this spring. So again, uh, strange things. Uh, Camargo was the guy I thought they should have kept. Uh, I, I also had some hopes for uh, Philip Irvin, who didn't play great, was up and down uh, as well. But now you know, you know he—I was hoping he might get an Ender spot, but when it, when it comes down to it, Ender, was already under contract, had a longer uh, track record. Uh, probably a little better defender at this point still and bats left-handed when the Braves have a lot of right-handed uh, top-heavy outfielders already in, in the three starters they'll have um, for uh, uh, for Pache, Acuna, and obviously uh, obviously uh, left fielder with Marcelo Zuna. So, you know, uh, again, I, I guess you can't completely question what they did, but uh, as you can tell, I'm not thrilled with, with a couple of things. But, you know, I, I do expect to see some moves happening uh, a few weeks into the season with a, a fifth guy coming up, a fifth starter coming up, and a fifth bench player coming up. And then who knows? Alex might not be done. You'll probably see a, a, a flurry of moves happening from teams releasing players and guys not making the rosters and getting cut, and the Braves may grab a guy. They may grab a pitcher or or in particular maybe a, a bench player, a position player coming here and, and, and make a roster. So, you know, we'll see. How it plays out but there's a few days left before this can go on you may see a guy uh you know hitting the waiver wire that we're interested in we look at and, and alex has been known to make some of those moves so uh let's talk about the bullpen now real quick i mentioned the starting pitching and the four guys that were obviously we were going to get there uh this is the bullpen and i guess none of this is really set in stone yet as far as the the four backup guys we just mentioned in the bullpen but it's pretty much Writing on the wall that you can see from all this happening So uh, Will Smith and Chris Martin Are going to be the back back of the pen guys We figure Will's going to close, but I bet Chris gets a few Closing gigs as well uh, AJ Mentor made it, Tyler Matzik going to make it, uh, Luke Jackson And Grant Dayton I mentioned are out of options They'll probably be on that roster uh, Josh Tomlin uh, looks like he's going to Make it, Sean Newcomb Is probably going to be here and that surprises me uh, You know, he had a decent spring uh, but But I wasn't sure Sean would get the call At this point in time Looks like Nate Jones, uh, the, the the one veteran is going to keep uh, keep his spot and make this team. Um, the Braves, uh, Carl Edwards Jr. opted out. He pitched really well. But he opted out. He had too many walks, but he he opted out and became a free agent. So I suspect, suspect he'll uh, latch on somewhere. But the Braves did keep Nate Jones, who looked really good this this spring. And then the other one I wanted to mention is a favorite of mine: Waskar and Noah who I I raved about in the last podcast about how good I think this guy can be for the Braves and and what a role he's going to play this year and the coming years. And I do believe that. So this is not me going backwards. But Wasker Rinoa didn't deserve to make this team out of the spring uh, after what I saw the last few days and a few weeks out there. He struggled. Uh, You know, his velocity's great, but uh, the last few times he's pitched, he's gotten hit. And I think Wasker would have probably been better served to start at the alternate camp at AAA throw a few innings in and then come up and see us, uh, you know, end of April, mid-April, end of April, so, uh, and hopefully stay with the team the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, he, he did make the team. Uh, I, I was told and I've heard people say that Wasker could even be a, a spot starter guy for us uh, for that fifth starter the first time around and kind of do a bullpen game sort of thing there. So we'll see how that works. But Wasker Inova, uh, you know, was a guy that, that, that I'm super high on, but his numbers weren't great. He did struggle this spring. Uh, you know, one of the notable guys that that didn't make it, or is probably not going to make it, is Tuki Tuki Tucson, who pitched really good. And I'm I'm looking for Tuki to have a big year this year. Uh, you know, Tuki's a guy that, that's probably going to land in the bullpen, but uh, you, you know, he could certainly do some spot starts and long relief gigs for us. But Tuki Tucson had a pretty good spring, and, and sort of like Johan Camargo, what's Tuki got to do to get him get another chance to get in here? You know, Johan and Tuki both have had some ups and downs. Uh, but they've both been pretty decent for us uh, in, in their roles the last year and a half or so, and Johan about the last three years uh, for the Braves. So, uh, you know, again, interesting couple of choices in Grant Dayton, uh, Sean Newcomb, Luke Jackson. Who I know, I know Dayton and Jackson are out of options. If, if you let those guys go, let those guys go, they'll they'll probably have to get to walk and, and be a free agent and get snagged up. So, uh, or at least you know, someone will probably claim them. So, I get that. But, uh, you know, Dayton's a guy that that's kind of been up and down for a while now, and, and he had some arm limitations for a bit. He's kind of a soft tosser, a lefty, and we've got a bunch of lefties on this team. I, I don't know that Grant Dayton makes it this year with the Braves. Uh, again, he's not a bad pitcher, uh, but just a guy that 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 doesn't really do a ton for you out of the pen. Uh, he's consistent, but, but you know, I bet he's a guy that may be the odd man out at some point. Uh, Luke Jackson's another guy that we know has got a lot of talent, uh, but he's kind of been Jekyll and Hyde, and he's been – uh, a lot more of Hyde lately than Jekyll. So, uh, you know, Luke's got to have a good year or he may also find himself with an out of options being the odd man out kind of guy. Uh, I want to mention one more picture today that if you watch the Braves today uh, with Tampa, Chad Sabotka got in and, and Chad Sabotka is a guy that uh, has just really struggled uh, recently. And I think Chad was still in the 40-man roster, but Uh, After today's outing, I'm guessing Chad Sabaka is going to be one of the guys that that we may cut ties with at some point in time time as well. Uh, When I first saw Chad Chad Sabaka pitch about three, two and a half, three years ago, he was at Mississippi in double A. uh, A big, tall, lanky six foot seven right hander with a nasty slider and and a lively fastball mid to high 90s. He came to Atlanta that same year and, and did the same thing and looked great for the, the rest of that year. I forget the year when that was. And then after the next next year when Chad was up, he just never had it click again. So it's a shame watching Chad struggle. Uh, he's a guy that's got a lot of talent. His arm is great, and I've always wanted the guy to succeed. I thought he was going to be a closure for us. I really did, and he just never really put it together. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Chad Sabaka's time with the Braves comes to an end sooner than later, although I hope not. I do think he still has some upside and I bet you somebody else if he goes to a different team in a different setting he might can be uh, turned around or just a different outlook but anyway good luck to Chad he, to my knowledge he's not been released at this point in time but he's certainly struggled today uh, and, and he's a guy that, that, that we'd love to have turned around but it's been a struggle for Chad for the last few years. Uh the last thing I'm going to talk about today before we end is, is something that's kind of strange, and that's the Freddie Freeman contract situation. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about this that much, but but Freddie Freeman announced to the media he was asked about his contract, and he said that the brace and he have not talked, he has not been approached. So the reigning National League MVP, um, according to Freddie and the media, now again, take it for... Face value, there could be more things going on we don't know about, and Alex Anthopoulos is very, very good at keeping those things quiet. But Freddie says he hasn't had talks with the Braves about a contract extension at this point in time. You know, that's frightening to hear that from my point of view. as We know the Braves have had some financial issues with Liberty Media being their owner, and they have some, some floors they can't get above in some cases as far as a number. I surely hope they've got a plan to keep Freddie Freeman in Atlanta because uh, you know I'm t- terrified thinking about the fact that uh, Freddie's going to going to be deserving of a big payday after winning an MVP and being so good for so long now, and Atlanta uh, can't necessarily find that money scares me to death. So hope that's not what it is. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a, a better outlook than that, and, and hope the Braves and Alex and Liberty Media will get this done because I don't want to see Freddie Freeman in another uniform, uh, but. They got to get to, get to work on that. There's also some other guys coming up in the future. The Braves have got to think about signing Max Freed, Mike Soroka come to mind. Uh, a couple of those guys, Dansby as well. So uh, you know, we, we got to figure out what to do with some of those guys. But Freddie Freeman's got to be priority one uh, going forth. So uh, again, this week the Braves open at Philadelphia starting on Thursday, April the first. Max Freed takes the rubber for the Braves. So uh, going to be back this week with with another podcast after a few of the games come up. To do some analysis, but everyone enjoy opening day week. This is one of the coolest and most fun weeks of the year for me. Uh, you know, March Madness is kind of winding down a little bit and, and spring training ending winding down and, and baseball coming up to me. Opening day is just an awesome day. It's almost like a holiday. So I'm planning on looking at some baseball, watching the Braves the best that I can, watching a few more games and kind of nerding out with baseball. So enjoy your week. Hopefully the Braves will get a few wins for us this week and have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow the Braves doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves.